0: Ladies, gentlemen, and Moth people all around the world, welcome back to Podzilla, the show where we talk about every single Godzilla and Godzilla adjacent movie and form of media. I've got my favorite co-host in the world here with me, Jasha Drake. Whoa! Thank you. Hey guys, it's good to be here. This is the final rebirth of Mothra movie. I'm really excited. It's also it's also the final Heisei era movie, so it's a big deal. It's been a long time coming. That's right. That's right. My name is Micah Drake, and Jasha. Do you see that wind cave over there? A a wind cave? Wait, let me... It's a scraggly humanoid. (laughs) Just crawling out of there right now. Whoa, yeah, I see them. Wait, no way. Is that... is that Waffles? Is that THE Waffles?
1: Guys, I found the Podzilla Triangle. These little little triangles that fit into your microphones and turn them into bigger (laughs) mythic microphones bigger mythic
0: microphones that's what we needed all along
1: we gotta do the do the triangle
0: (laughs) well it's so good to have you who would be courage who would be wisdom and who'd be love that's something we need to get into i was thinking about that is that is the
1: question (laughs) that is that is in my notes
0: what would your triangle be
1: my triangle would be improvised chaos. Whoa. That that would be what, what my triangle would bring to this world. I love it.
0: I think I've actually got that triangle right here. I'll just pass that over to you.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, look, it fits into my microphone. <laughs> the
0: mic's growing. <laughs> what? What would yours be, Jaysha? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, I have no clue. I think mine would just be napping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Sleepiness. So we've we've got chaos sleeping and indecisiveness yeah that's it (laughs) perfect it's what every every podcast needs (laughs) it it is is the podcast triangle (laughs) it is wow come full circle or full triangle
0: (laughs) waffles it is it is so good to have you we've been talking about having you on for uh not just like an episode or a a movie but specifically a mothra movie oh i feel like for over a year now we have been like hey rebirth of mothra 3 we got Waffles locked in yep, and it's taken us forever, but we are finally here. So it's so good to have you. And for those listeners who might find Waffles's voice familiar, we actually did a Patreon exclusive episode with you, Waffles. Um, we talked about Dungeons and Dragons, oh, yes. but you'd also you'd also recognize their lovely voice from the hit segment waffles
1: kaiju reviews yes
0: a fan yes. favorite really
1: yeah uh so i've just got to say boys it is uh, absolutely wonderful um that you guys come onto my show uh kaiju reviews <laughs> yes. with waffles we've been trying to set this up for absolutely ages uh you know the the premier kaiju podcast on the internet kaiju reviews <laughs> you know i think it's just it's been about time that you can bring your Godzilla knowledge, and I can bring my <laughs> Mothra knowledge, and together yeah, yeah. Uh, we can finally review some kaiju's. I, I think finally, it's been far too long. <laughs>
0: oh, it had to happen. Yeah, it's 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 our honor. It's our it's our honor and privilege, waffles, to be here. <laughs> um, f- first off, because I, I I mean, we talked Dungeons and Dragons in that Patreon episode. We didn't really talk about Godzilla or kaiju. I mean, you have been following kind of this Podzilla Godzilla journey along with us, which has been awesome. And I was wondering, do you have like a standout movie from the bunch or a standout monster? This is like asking someone to pick
1: their favorite kid. I know. Yeah. (laughs) You would notice that like all my reviews, I think bar one, have been like five out of five you just love those kaiju i really do like i think like i am just an optimist when it comes to movies Mm. and i think i like to judge every movie on its own merits nice i love that so like every movie that i'm watching at the time is my favorite like every movie i want to like dedicate my time and attention to and really sort of just honor the 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 people the entire process that went into making it because you know these are creative artists that poured time and effort into crafting something that most of us could not do i know people in you know the filmmaking industry and it's hard work Mm -hmm. and and so every movie that i watch like some of them objectively aren't good i don't think it's controversial (laughs) to say that but they are all to a certain degree worth my time to watch nice so like i i it's hard like it's hard to say i could not pick a single one i do have a very soft spot for mothra i think that every time mothra shows up in a in a film it's difference it's mm. like not just the the rampaging wanton destruction that other kaijus bring but mothra there's a bit of more creativity there there's a bit more like gentleness and like often a social message associated with it mm. that i really appreciate because I, I don't know if you guys know this but oftentimes the kaiju aren't just about you know, rampant destruction and stuff like that. They're often a metaphor what? and a critique of something what? else that's going on in society at the time. But like that's just between us.
0: This is news to me.
1: <laughs> the only kind of news you get on Waffles Kaiju reviews. Yes. <laughs> but but no, so I, I think like uh, gun to my head, that original Mothra film has a very special place in my heart. But that that's me just being pedantic <laughs> all of these movies are absolutely phenomenal and i think more people should you know seek them out and and watch them also toho make your films more available please 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 oh yes
0: <laughs> yeah no I, I love i love you said that i love that attitude it's something that i've kind of come around to myself it's like just love what you love love what you're watching and something i've had to like I, I, for the longest time i mean i love movies I'm on Letterboxd. I, I love catching new things. And for the longest time, I'm like thinking back and forth. What do I rate this one? What do I think about it? How can I be critical? Um, and it, recently I've kind of just been like, hey, let's just enjoy things a bit more. So I've kind of stepped away from that a little bit. So I love I love that you're looking at stuff like that. I think we've talked about it before, but me and Jaisha quite regularly go to these random movie marathons, mystery movie marathons, where you don't know the films. Yeah. My favorite thing about it is that so many other, so many of the movies are, like you said, objectively terrible, but it's the fact that there's so many of these people who have put their time and effort towards creating something that they've put out into the world, and even if it's the worst thing in the world, it in itself is an experience. Just being able to sit there and view something that somebody else has said, hey, I think this is worth creating. Is it worth you watching? I think I think it's a real wise choice to in those times say hey you know what let's just take this for what it is
1: oh yeah plus like i've seen a lot of student films i know what <laughs> absolute garbage films can be yeah and compared to like some of those and this is the thing like no diss to the filmmakers cuz everyone has to start somewhere and oftentimes watching you know some of like people's like first attempts ever at filmmaking mm-hmm. they are like hard to watch they don't know about editing or pacing or like compositions or anything like that but i mean like you make mistakes you learn from the mistakes and you move on so like having experienced a lot of that sort of stuff like it helps recalibrate films and so when watching one of these like competently made movies you're like oh yeah they at least know how to light a scene i will give them credit for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> real quick waffles
0: yes you've seen the first. To read both of Mothras. Yes. Re- what were your real quick thoughts on those
1: two? Uh first one is all about uh not doing deforestization. Um so that's got a big tick from me. Nice. Second one is about not polluting the ocean, so that gets a big tick from me, yeah. both like five different forms of Mothra out of five. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome
1: yeah I was, I was thinking we could
0: also i don't know if we want to but at the end of this episode we could kind of um, talk about the movies in relation to each other and kind of give our own little ranking for the three potentially mm. um and i mean let's just get into it because i can't wait to talk about these movies with you guys waffles did you want to take us into the rebirth of mothra trilogy or rebirth of mothra 3 i would love to <laughs>
1: We open to Mothra McFly on a skateboard, riding behind a truck in uh, in a v- little valley town. They are going to visit their uh, eccentric scientist, Professor I don't know if <laughs> Godzilla Brown. That's the one, <laughs> Professor Godzilla Brown. They're going to meet them because Godzilla Brown is going to send them. Back. To the future. Hey, (laughs) hey! (laughs) (laughs) Can you with that?
0: (laughs) That's that's it. Rebirth.
1: (laughs) Otherwise, King Ghidorah shows up, starts kidnapping kids, which is very problematic. So Godzilla, not Godzilla. So Mothra has to go back in time to. Somehow stop this because time travel is always the answer to any problem. Uh, it goes back in time, defeats Prince Ghidorah, but oh no, Prince Ghidorah evolves into King Ghidorah, and then they have to go back into go back to the future to fight again. Uh, Mothra does what Mothra does, transforms into Ultimate Mothra, uh, handily beats King Ghidorah, proving once and for all that Mothra is the best and strongest kaiju. Fight me in the comments, guys and uh, <laughs> saves all of the children in Japan, which by my estimate is only a few thousand. Uh, if that, really. It's, yeah, uh, that's, that's, the, that's the movie. Also there's some like family drama with some kids and the Elias siblings all learn to, to get along up until they don't, um, fun film.
0: That is perfect. Good stuff. That is perfect you are right like we've been talking about all these movies and relating them to kind of similar like the japanese heisei era movies are kind of like these american blockbusters this is the back to the future yeah it's perfect this is is the back to the future (laughs) of kaiju films yeah I want to real quick pick out something you said there, waffles. Oh yes, you said Prince Ghidorah. Yes, I've never heard of Prince Ghidorah.
1: Well, he's King Ghidorah in the future, right? The oh big sort yeah, of golden form. So yeah. back in time when he's just a little chibi Ghidorah, <laughs> it's Prince Ghidorah. It makes sense, Michael. What are you talking about? Because before you're a <laughs> I'm king, I'm just gonna
0: sit here in the corner. Go- <laughs> I'm just gonna go sit here in this alien dome with all the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't know where to start with this one, guys. It is a wild movie. It is a wild movie. We have King Ghidorah in a Mothra movie just flying over cities and just like teleporting kids away, which apparently they did to the dinosaurs. Yeah. King Ghidorah, 13 million years ago,
1: teleported all the dinosaurs away. No, 130 million years ago. Oh, yeah. Which I have problems with this because as a massive, like, Paleo fan. Yeah, the dinosaurs died out 65 million years ago, and they're trying to say that King Ghidorah (laughs) killed them. Yeah, then they came back waffles, and then the meteor came. (laughs) Of
0: course, there have been at least three extinction level events, and half of them have been caused
1: by kaiju. Of course. (laughs) How do we know? How do we know though (laughs) that the meteor that killed the dinosaurs (laughs) was not a kaiju? Hey, hey, when are we getting that movie? Oh, that's got to be, like, Space Godzilla 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like, coming uh, up. <laughs> that's the Space Godzilla from, like, the Monsterverse. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: get us in the writer's room, please. In,
1: in the Chicxulub crater, something starts smoking. <laughs> Like they're all like, oh, what's this? But boom, it's Space Godzilla. It's like, oh, they killed the dinosaurs, and now they're here for the rest of us. Ah <laughs> All the kids specifically. All the kids. All the kids. Oh answer me this. <laughs> Would you let your kid stay at home just because they didn't want to go to school?
0: It's not only because they didn't want to go to school, it's because they didn't like the lunch.
1: Yes. Yeah i got
0: to be honest, we could, we could start with a couple negatives, because I've got a few in this movie. One of which was that the human characters didn't really connect with me that much. It feels like they take a big backseat. We're mainly following this little boy who is staying home from school. He loves his food. He's a bit of a chef. And we don't really know why he's staying home from school. And I was going to ask you guys if you caught on to it, because he talks about not liking like the cafeteria lunches.
1: There's something about him... Because I think from what I can d- determine, yeah. they were trying to set up a character arc of the kid not having courage. Yes. And then finding mm. their courage and, you know, saving the day. And so something about the kid being a coward, so potentially yeah, a bullying thing or something. Or just being anxious about going to school. Potentially, potentially but like yeah. just letting the kids stay home i don't think necessarily is <laughs> the solution to that <laughs> stay home and go play in the caves until you're ready yeah
0: <laughs> yeah I, these human characters they i don't know I, I definitely think they're the weakest of the three movies um i did love the dad's introduction oh, when we see him just rocking out in this truck with when he's watermelon. like seat belted <laughs> yeah Yes. A watermelon with a cap on watermelon it. With a cap, he's got his tails and Sonic plushes in the back. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. Um, and did he and his wife just call each other "mama" and "papa"? Yep, the whole movie, even when the kids aren't around. Yeah,
1: it's like a tender moment. Like I, I'm pretty sure that's they just their character names are yeah. just "mum" and "dad." Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So these human characters, we have five of them. We have our main character Shota, we have Shuhei and Tamako as our other two siblings. Yeah, and even on like IMDb litterbox. The other two are just listed as father and mother. Yeah. (laughs) Just generic
1: male, generic female. That's
0: illegal names. Yeah. Yep. It's so far. I don't know why it feels like they did it for the real young viewers. Probably,
1: yeah. Just to be like,
0: look, this is just mom and dad.
1: Yeah. They call themselves (laughs) that in their own time. (laughs) What do you mean that's not their names?
0: Yeah, I did I guess my other thing that I, I didn't really click with me and we're gonna get into a lot of positives.
1: Oh, this film so many positives. I know. We're a just lot getting of the negatives out the other way first, and then like the mm-hmm. next hour is just mm-hmm. us raving about it. Hour? Three hours. Mm-hmm. At least. At least, at least three hours.
0: Um there's <laughs> there are special effects in this. There are CGI sequences that I don't know what they were doing. It feels like they've gone back in time with technology throughout the Rebirth of Mothra films to the point where King Ghidorah is teleporting these kids away and it's like Windows Movie Maker particle transitioned effects and dissolves and stretches and blobs as these kids are getting sucked into the air. Anytime they can dissolve something or turn into anything into a blob, they're going to take it in this movie. I, I think you're actually doing Movie Maker a real injustice. Saying <laughs> yeah. That. It might have be made on Windows Movie Maker, Say right time period. It, it doesn't help that in those scenes, usually it'll have, like, in the exact same frame, some actually quite good special effects. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, it felt very rushed and very last minute. Like, I would not be surprised to learn if there was, like, crunch time on this movie. Like Yeah, totally. Ah, which is unfair like i will defend this movie i think this movie has potential but like those special effects definitely do let it down but then on the on the flip side right exactly like what you were saying micah
0: in the same shot there's some really cool effects all the Mm. stuff with the elias and fairy in this i think like all the compositing and masking um was really well done and just the practical effects like blew me away there's like we see meteors um, and trees breaking and all the stuff with the volcano at the end and the prehistoric time oh the dinosaurs are great yeah the dinosaurs right yeah the t-rex the dinos um it looks real cool i, I i'm just a sucker for this practical effect stuff and i think this is like some of the best that we've seen up to this point which was really awesome even just all the stuff with the elias twins garu garu fairy mothra oh yes almost every scene in, they do it still impresses me how well they do the difference in sizing yes. and how good it, it looks. It blows me away.
1: They have the Elias interacting with life-sized humans and they're pulling it off. Yeah. Like a human will hand them something and the Elias will pick it up. And it's just like, they, they put work into making that convincing. And yeah. like miniaturization is hard to pull off and they did it.
0: Yeah, I think there's like even a time when one of the Elias um, is, I think it's Laura, is lying in the kid's hand, and like obviously she's been
1: composited in there. But I, I, I just thought it looked amazing. Yeah, like she has a sword to the kid's throat. It's threatening. Like you actually, like you feel for the kid. Like oh, that that little like that little woman is going to stab that kid like <laughs> 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 through the neck.
0: Imagine yeah. how brutal this movie could have been. <laughs> right this, at that scene.
1: See, this movie could have just been like an R-rated film where the Elias like triplets just go evil and start murdering children like yeah like, like it seems like, like somewhere a filmmaker was trying <laughs> to make that movie <laughs> so it's like no you gotta add Mothra all right we'll add Mothra oh you gotta add a villain for Mothra all right but you gotta get back to the evil Elias plot line
0: yes yeah 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 I, and I loved the Eliases in this. I thought that was the strongest part. Like, weak, weakest stuff was the humans. But the strongest part was how much they focused on the Eliases. Mm. I feel like it's almost a full circle moment um, for each of them. It should have been their
1: movie. It should have. It should have. Um, they should have just, like, no human char- Like, all the human characters should have been secondary. Honestly. And, like, totally. it should have been, like, the That's Eliases it. and Mothra beating King Ghidorah. Like, that. I feel like
0: it's what it's been leading up to this whole time. And yes. Yes. It's sad that it's never got there for a full-on last Twin movie. Yeah, I loved it. Can we talk about their looks in this? Can we talk about Balvera's look? Oh. Oh. oh my gosh. Fantasy Renaissance garb. Yeah. It's so good. Has, has anyone ever looked better wearing something like that? I don't
1: know. No. I don't know. Honestly? Honestly, she pulls it off. Like, it's... Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool to see the progression of these three, because I think the first movie was 1996 second was 97 third is 98 so this is all in the span of like three years it's it's been so fun being able to have like a consistent cast this is the most consistent we've been with casting in any Godzilla movie well I will mention it Micah because you you were like last night when we watched this you were like "Are, are the Elias twins are they the same and I thought they were, but I looked afterwards. Are they not? No, different actresses.
1: I had the same thought. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think I think Mona's the same, but Laura is a completely different actress. Yeah, I I could tell this within my soul. <laughs> I knew that Laura was not the same. And it's it's weird because apparently the original actress of Laura was still heavily involved in the movie. She narrates it. Huh. Apparently, there's some narration she does, um, but for some reason, she was just. Uh, recast for the role of laura that's so interesting my, my point still stands yeah we've had consistent yeah. characters across the three at least
1: yeah yeah I like continuing the mythos like their connection with mothra and mm. everything like if they had narrowed that down and made this entire trilogy about like the elias and mothra and like the realization that oh mothra is losing this battle because we are as a as a trio like disjointed and at each other's throats the more united we mm. are the stronger mothra is and then oh look at that teamwork and mothra is winning and like that would have made a much stronger trilogy and message in general and you could like it's so close yeah yeah it's so close you could tell that's what they're aiming for yeah but like yeah it, it should have been like more focused on the elias because that you can see that those are the characters that the filmmakers, that the writers are really interested in. Like those are the characters that they want to explore and they should have been given more leeway to develop the Elias further because those are interesting characters. I want to see more Elias.
0: Yeah. I mean, the my favorite moments of the whole movie and like we, times it even got emotional was specifically when Mona sings like her solo song oh. to Mothra. Y It's just it's so good. And then later on, yep, Laura sings the same song by herself when yeah, Mona's yeah, yeah. Um, Mona's in, in a coma or crystallized. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's really, really cool. Especially knowing, like, I am sacrificing myself to give my strength to Mothra to yeah. go back and like, it's this whole thing, like the whole the message being that the heart can reach what hands cannot, and it's like, yeah, oh, it's powerful stuff. It's really good filmmaking. Like I was like tearing up, yeah. at that scene. Like it's 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 impactful. Yeah,
0: even the whole dynamic of just bringing Belvira in and like pitting her up against Laura, yes, and switch switching the dynamic between them so that. Uh, she's the one having to like convince laura that this isn't the way to do things and it is a bit disarming and disjointing seeing her do like a full 180 from the second movie where her her entire goal is to get rid of humanity because they are they've turned into this evil thing and they can't be trusted and then this one being like humanity is the thing which we need to save above all else it's going to be destroyed if we don't do this um it is nice to see that they start playing with those ideas a little more here, though.
1: Yeah. I would give anything just to see, like, a proper, like, Elias soap opera. Make it a miniseries oh. or something like that. Make it a musical. Oh. Make it a musical. Like, exploring <laughs> the the, the background, like, what was their initial purpose? Because they're like these ancient figures from this like past Mm, technology like technologically advanced civilization and they are the last remaining of their kind and like they have this connection to mothra and like there is so much lore there and so much to explore and like who these characters are how they operate and a wicked style musical but for the elias yes
0: yeah Origin
1: yes yeah like elias origins you know like you start off like they're working together everything's fine then cracks start developing like balvera starts doing her own thing she's a bit mm-hmm. you know more you know a, a bit more fierce than the other two and like you know suddenly they they you know they have to get something done and they sort of do it but at what costs and balvera's just like i would do anything to achieve what we need to achieve and the other two are like no you're can't just be all cruel and evil, and she's like, "Wow, that gets the job done," and then flies away. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, so much drama there. you've Got a classic story right there. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, it'd be much more interesting than what we got. <laughs> <laughs> They're the other ones that I'm going to miss the most,
0: like after exactly that, after I watched this movie, I was like, "Man, where's our spin-off Elias TV show? Yes. Why? Why is this the last time we see them when it seems like their story is almost
1: just beginning?" Yeah, because this is the thing. Like, this has always been. The the biggest issue with the kaiju films is, and this is like huge kaiju fan, absolutely love the movie. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The the biggest weakness consistently across all of them has always been like the human subplots. Like you want to see the monsters fight, and that's fine. And you know the monsters are good doing what they're doing, but there's <laughs> just always the struggle to like throw a human story in there that mm. connects to it. And Mothra having these you know this connection these like little humanoid figures that you know speak for mothra and actually sort of are connected to mothra and can interact with humans on mothra's behalf and like that makes a much more interesting dynamic in those movies that suddenly you have this human element that is tied to the kaiju and the kaiju is you know emotionally invested in what happens and you know and like this what the movies need is some and they tried to do it with like the psychic stuff with the connection to to godzilla and and all it's that never hit the same heights though but never really like you never got the sense that godzilla actually cared about any of these human psychics trying no. to you know act <laughs> like they could have some sort of great scenes with like godzilla you know actually talking through somebody and being like what the hell are you guys doing trying to fight me i'm trying to save you guys what the hell yeah and, you know or some like whatever else like actually getting godzilla's perspective on things because otherwise it's just a mystery i want to know what godzilla's thinking <laughs> you know i want to know like what godzilla feels about situations because <laughs> you can only kind of guess at it but mothra we know mothra we have a voice piece yeah. that actually yeah. sort of says that's what's so cool yeah, about her right uh, and, You know and that's what like the Elias and like all of the other twins that, you know, all the iterations Mm. throughout the generations have always sort of been special. It's like this connection to the Kaiju itself that you can kind of, And, and like the great thing about this movie and one of its great strengths is like Mothra's proportional strength is tied to how well the Elias are getting on. The more the Elias work together, the stronger Mothra is. And like, there's this, connection there's this one-to-one correlation of no we want the Elias to get along because that means is like that means Mothra wins the fight and you sort of see you know King Ghidorah try to influence that by making Laura evil and like there's ah, there's stakes there and there's tension there that they need to just play with more because that makes for a much more interesting movie than just oh yeah there's these giant kaiju fighting and destroying <laughs> a city but like Will these two humans get together in the end? Who knows? Will this dad find their lost son in the rubble? Maybe, you know, because it's always like, if the humans are actually interesting, that would be fine, but they are just always the, the most blandest, generic. Yeah, sort of like some of them are great. Some like you get these like absolutely fantastic characters, like the advertising executive in you know the original Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, I love that movie because it actually had some really interesting human <laughs> characters. Mister Taco was in that one, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, but then Mr. you just the get Taco. like generically evil CEO <laughs> being like, "I'm going to destroy the planet because of reasons," and then like, yeah. A, You know, kaiju takes up the building that they're in and everyone's just like, all right, cool, that's the end of that guy. It's
0: it's even sad because in this movie, we have our three main kids. None of them really have any distinctive characters whatsoever. And even our main character, Shota, his his whole arc in this movie is that he gains courage finally. We don't see that in the slightest.
1: Rewrite the script. Have all three kids show elements of the different Eliases. End up, like, all the Eliases... you know, having, you know, because well, Balvera is courage or whatever. Yeah. Like, have, like, all the Elias, like, hang out with, like, kids that are kind of their their opposite. Yeah, pair up with one another. Like, pair up and, like, have them go and do stuff. Give the kids more personalities. And and flaws and have like realization through these like conversations and through overcoming challenges together that oh well actually maybe you know Laura and Mona aren't so bad and maybe I can you know learn to get along with them and, and work with them and all that stuff and then they realize well maybe Balvera isn't actually evil she's just misunderstood or, like yeah there's ways of doing that and then having the kids like because kids fight, like kids are always at each other's throats and always at odds with each other and all this stuff and so have them like have the kids fighting each other and have the elias being like no this isn't how you do stuff and like and then having the kids coming together at the end of it or something like that and like having like maybe you know King Ghidorah feeds off fear and that's why he's kidnapped all the kids in order to feed off their fear and all the fear of the parents and some like of that. But then, you know, like Elias <laughs> get all the kids to stand strong and be together and like actually united, you guys can do anything. And then, you know, King Ghidorah is like, oh, I'm going to eat some yummy, yummy kid fear and comes along and is like, what? I'm tasting courage. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then Mothra comes in and boom, takes them out because, you know, unity and whatnot like guys is this is this
0: waffles kaiju rewrites
1: waffles you need to stop because i'm like liking this movie
0: less and less
1: this what i mean this film had potential <laughs> yeah this movie so had right. so much potential
0: because it's crazy that kind of the best characters i'd say we've probably had throughout this whole journey some of the best characters are the elias the three yes. elias sisters um, and it's crazy that it's in a kids movie. I know, and it's just disappointing that you see flashes of just greatness, like just perfect characters, great story, great dynamics, and it's just undercut by stupid stuff. Like I was so on their side throughout this whole movie. I thought it was so cool what was happening with them, and then it ends, and Mona's woken back up. It should be this emotional moment between the sisters, and all of a sudden, this kid butts in. Who we don't really care about breaks the whole scene almost, and then Balvira, for some reason just jumps on Garuguru and flies away.
1: Yeah. Be like, by the way, I'm still evil. I haven't learned yeah. anything in this entire <laughs> yeah. experience. Even yeah. though I was the main driving force for most of this movie, I advocating know. for good. I turned one of you was evil and I turned you back. But now <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm taking up the evil mantle again, so uh, mm-hmm. it was so frustrating. Like Oh. Yeah, these movies have seemed like the first three movies
0: of like a ten movie epic. Yeah, where oh. they actually do have character growth and interesting character storylines, um, but it, it's cut short in this, sadly. Hey,
1: yeah. Ah, oh, this is the thing. Like, there's, it's not too late for a rebirth of Mothra Four. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> can make this happen. Yes. Where is it? Also, the other thing you
0: touched on, and I just wanted to go back to: Why is King Ghidorah? capturing all these kids in a giant weird looking egg dimension uh, beats me because what you were saying makes so much sense like if he was doing it to feed on fear yeah. and that's where he got its power but he's just like storing them up for the winter yeah um doing nothing creating weird little tentacles what's up with these tentacles <laughs> never really explained are they no 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 King Ghidorah's whole thing's not explained. It's just, yeah, he killed the dinosaurs. He's coming for the kids. I actually wanted your guys' help here, so let me just get my my big pinboard with my red string. Let's oh, try whoa. and let's try and plot out the plot of this movie. Right. So we we have our Elias twins and Balvera over here, yes. looking for the Triforce of of good characteristics, yep. courage, love, and is it wisdom? Yes. For some reason, they're finally doing this after centuries of being alive.
1: Yep. After At the same facing Desgadora and the other guy, <laughs> the other dude, uh, Dagara. What's his D'Gara. name? Yeah, Dagara.
0: <laughs> I think that Gogo's Gogo's magic yellow liquid showed them the light. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the other side, we have these children who have been captured by King Ghidorah. For some reason, like you said, it would have made so, so much sense for them to have their fair fed off by, by the giant king himself. But then we also have Mothra here. Mothra Leo, now turned into Rainbow Mothra, who is really, really weak at the start of this movie. Mm-hmm. Goes up against King Ghidorah, while the sisters are still friends and... Yep alive, and is just too weak to fight him. Where is Mothra's little tiny like, remember in the other movies where he made heaps of himself and just destroyed yep. Descadora, went inside Degara, created beams of light from the sky. Yeah, I don't understand it.
1: Uh, I mean, Mothra gets tired just like everyone else, and you can't expect them <laughs> to be at their peak all the time. Yeah, like, you're right. A it's a, it's on, a thing like,
0: though, yeah, Mothra Leo. Gets tired, sure. But not too tired to turn into light speed Mothra. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And travel back one hundred and thirty million years.
1: See, I see this is the thing, right? I reckon Mothra just wanted to time travel. <laughs> knew the Elias could do it, <laughs> yes, but knew he could yes. just go up to the Elias and be like, hey, can you send me back? I want to check out some dinosaurs because I think they're really great. to find uh, my ancestors. Then King Ghidorah shows up and like Mothra's like, hmm, if I start losing to King Ghidorah yes. and be like, well, I can't beat them now. I guess I could beat them in the past, maybe. Whoopsie daisy. hooks the Elias big. into sending them back. You know, then... You know, God's uh, You know, then Mothra gets to go, wee all the way back to the past. Check out some dinosaurs. <laughs>
0: He's like, man, I. It's been so long since I heard that one song from any Elias, the time travel song. <laughs> Never get to hear that anymore.
1: That's my favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's the part I did love. Like, I, I think you touched on it before, waffles. But the whole like driving plot of this movie, being that one of the Elias is down, Mothra is at like half of his power. Um, there's no way he could ever defeat Ghidorah. So he comes up with the plan. Let's go defeat past Ghidorah. Let's go back in time. I'm gonna it's probably a suicide mission, but I'm gonna try anyway. I thought that was really engaging. I, I like mm. that part of the story. And just Mothra going back in time. Oh, that's so the fun. whole concept of it is so cool. The the entire segment of this movie set in that prehistoric Cretaceous era is, in my opinion, just a masterpiece. Oh, perfection, no notes. I Just love everything said in the past beautiful. here. I've got, I've got a note. I've got a note. Oh, oh. Small note. Prince Ghidorah's legs. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think, guys? What do we think? What do we think? <laughs> Crown table. My waffles, single note.
1: <laughs> a little underdone, but like, <laughs> you can't blame the guy.
0: <laughs> Jason? Th- oh, my, my thoughts? Um, yeah. I like his spiky kneecaps. That was fun. Uh, his <laughs> Legs look like chicken legs and they do, yes. He looks more human than ever. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just a human, it's just human legs. Yep. Godzilla's been doing leg day every day. King Ghidorah has not done a single leg day in his life. He changes that though in the 130 million years. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. He works on it. it it's so sad because I think this he's called C- Prince Ghidorah is Cretaceous Ghidorah. <laughs> you yeah. can call him Prince. Might be my favorite King Ghidorah designer ever. I love his Yo. like the design of the scales like, he has. It is
1: it is so good. Like it, it's lo- so it looks so good. Like more draconic than ever. Like yes, yeah. draconic,
0: and it's the same one that the the prehistoric Mothra larvae. Yes. the same style that they have as well. But oh. it's it's like my dream King Ghidorah. If not for these chicken legs, they look like <laughs> yes. TriStar Godzilla's legs, and it's so <laughs> off-putting.
1: but also while we're speaking about that scene i absolutely love the the like enemies to friends uh little subplot that the t-rex and the triceratops go on (laughs) yeah like they're hunting each other at first and then they both get attacked by Ghidorah. and then like at the end of it there's like a look that they give each other (laughs) like are you seeing this (laughs) like (laughs) absolutely love that little subplot like i would i would watch a whole movie it's just <laughs> like that t-rex and that triceratops just going around like <laughs> just stumbling into like crazy situations absolutely like that like just absolutely some, like perfect comedy gold like no lines or anything just all in all in the acting
0: give me a dinosaur buddy cop movie yes. space Godzilla, ret- space godzilla returning and causing the extinction of the dinosaurs <laughs> that's what we need
1: just one plucky triceratops and t-rex are like teaming up to try to stop them <laughs> oh my goodness this we're is actually t- like
0: so many good ideas that's actually a great idea yeah <laughs> <We are. laughs> toho hire us <laughs> yeah, we're available <laughs> we are we are well, well I, I guess let's get back to the plot you were doing micah because mothra goes back in time fights Prince Ghidorah, drops him into a volcano. And how about that scene when Mothra's upside down, you see King Ghidorah's heads, and then the whole camera like flips, Mm. um, and you see the upside down volcano. It's like an upside down Dutch angle. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, Oh, so just... It's perfect. Like anxiety inducing, but Mm. like very cinematic. Just Just real creative as well, which I always
0: love to see. They're trying new stuff. And then, yeah, Mothra kills Prince Ghidorah, goes back to the present day, and... Wait, no. no Mothra kills King Ghidorah. Yeah, I'm missing a part Stays
1: in the past. Three yeah. three Mothra larvae show yes. up. Yes. And they're just like, oh, what's this? I guess we'll just cover it in silk, like we do. <laughs> and just like cocoon mothra leo
0: tuck him away
1: just tuck him away like ah, uh, one like you, you can rest up buddy you can get your sleep you're obviously very tired you've just saved the planet twice <laughs> like
0: this is so relatable mothra leo is feeling weak all he needs is a 130 million year nap and he's back up uh, again don't we all don't <laughs> we you all? and improved just because that's what happens right they put silk over him encase him in like an orb and he just stays there, 130 years just evolves into armor mothra mothra prime
1: mothra prime (laughs) and then king Ghidorah comes back because i think i figured this out mothra cuts off a segment of his tail (gasps) and we see the tail then bury itself i didn't pick up on this Ah, no While Mothra is is resting and, and chilling, King Ghidorah is regenerating. And they just have like 130 million just year hiatus on their fight. <laughs> yeah. That's the scene that the, the dinosaurs look at each other too, when
0: this tail falls yep. off and just starts vibrating into the ground. They're like, do, do you think our tails could do that? Should we
1: try? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, Maybe that's what sort of killed off the dinosaurs. Like it wasn't a meteorite or anything like that. They just, there's this new fad of dinosaurs ripping off their tails. <laughs> <laughs> my
0: My next question is we don't see them right, but dinosaurs are roaming the earth now, right? King Ghidorah didn't kill them all. Yeah, they're just out there. Well, who's? I think it's Balvera who says that King Ghidorah killed half of the dinosaurs way back. Oh, you're right. Half the dinosaurs' life force. Half the dinosaurs' life force. Mm. So I, I still choose to believe that there's at least double the amount of dinosaur life force in the world now. Yeah, we have all the kids running into the arms of their parents, like the end of Temple of Doom. And then we don't see it. The movie ends there, but then they go home. Dinosaurs in their homes. Yep. (laughs) Dinosaurs living their lives with their jobs, with their partners. Eating their school lunch.
1: Guys, this is the Flintstones prequel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Society regresses. (laughs) This is Rebirth of Mothra 4.
1: Yes. This is it.
0: Mothra versus thousands, millions of dinosaurs.
1: (laughs) Tell me you wouldn't watch that movie. Uh.
0: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I mean, I'm just looking through the rest of my notes. I think we've touched on most of it. I really love, what's the, is it Grand King Ghidorah, the big
1: version? Emperor Ghidorah. Yeah. One more than a king. you got Prince Ghidorah, King Ghidorah, Emperor.
0: I think it's Grand King Ghidorah. Yeah, Grand King Ghidorah. i I really like the way he looks i love how they're returning to like the antler look Mm -hmm. i love how he's just like royal and gold his wings look cool there's that one attack where he like pushes his wings forward and they're all got like thorny tips and then he's got pink lightning coming out of them Uh, i just thought a whole lot of the monster stuff was cool that kinky dora was awesome there's the scenes when he's just like bodying mothra mm. hitting him out of the sky and then jumping on him he goes for this oh. like finisher move when he just drops himself out of the sky feet first into
1: mothra brutal brutal do you think this is revenge from like all the way that i cannot remember the actual movie like <laughs> one of the shower movies yeah like when can when king Ghidorah first shows up and like it's Godzilla and Rodan are having a scrap. Mothra comes up and it's just like, "Hey guys, King Ghidorah's here, going to do some stuff." And then like, yeah. nah, screw you. We're just, you know, going to be doing our own thing." And then little lava form Mothra just comes and just starts messing with King Ghidorah. One v one, him. Yeah, one v one. I think like King Ghidorah remembered that and be like, "You're that little lava. I'm a, I'm gonna get some revenge." <laughs> just been stewing yeah. this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's all that tale was thinking about for 130 million years. Yes. yes. it has got all the memories of all the different incarnations of Ghidorahs. Yes. Ghidorahs. I choose to believe, because at the end of this movie, both King Ghidorah and Mothra power up. They go through like five different versions. The way that Mothra ends up defeating Ghidorah is by cutting off one of his wings. Oh, oh slicing it. I, I choose to believe that this wing gets buried in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has to it has stays to. dormant for another hundred million years. <laughs> that last move Mothra does against King Ghidorah as well, when like King Ghidorah is so much bigger than him. And he just flies straight into King Ghidorah, pushes him like all the way back. I I love that form, the Armor Mothra form. And then we haven't even talked about Eternal Mothra mm. at the end. Yes. We see like a minute of Eternal Mothra, but oh with like captain america's
1: shield just on their wing <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it that's exactly it thor's hammer yeah. in, the wing,
0: <laughs> in one hand
1: so we already had the iron iron man mothra earlier yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh.
0: the one thing my favorite thing about mothra is the the fur oh. and they just went all out with the eternal mothra i couldn't be happier the amount of fur on that mothra oh Are you kidding me
1: looks so cozy
0: yeah oh. do you remember that that scene in the first movie where they get a little uh they're on the plane and they the two kids act like Fury mothra is a little plush oh, yes. get me a <laughs> yeah, little plush right. eternal mothra oh,
1: pl- i'll sure be i'll be the
0: happiest one. person alive oh.
1: <laughs> I want a little prehistoric Cretaceous Mothra lava. Oh,
0: yes. So good. Primitive Mothra is what
1: it's called. Ah, oh. Yeah. Like, do it as, like, a little transformer where, like, you have the, the primitive Mothra, then, like, you transform it into a cocoon, and you can transform it into... Like, I want to see what a primitive, like, full Mothra looks oh, like. What does prehistoric it, yeah. Mothra look like? That needs to be a look... Oh, yeah. See, that's the, the, the thing. Mothra is a fashion icon. Yes. Just like going through different looks <laughs> and like they are like just a, a style guru, like just everything Mothra pulls off. Like what other kaiju has like so many distinct, unique looks that they, they pull off every time? Yeah. Like Godzilla don't do that. King Ghidorah, eh, th- you know, a little bit with that, but like... Rodan doesn't do that, and doesn't do that. Like (laughs) Mothra, just every single time. You know, oh, new film, new look. You know, yeah, new (laughs) film, ten new looks.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) I don't know how reliable this information is. I'm on Wikizilla here, and it's got ability and attack names for each of these Mothra forms. Oh, let's go. So we've got Lightspeed Mothra, capable of flight at sublight speeds, able to travel through time. And this is just Aquamothra, but stretched, right? Yep. (laughs) <laughs> ba- yeah. basically it looks like <laughs> it we've got armor mothra and here's the kicker able to fly at speeds up to mark 15 oh, this is oh. canon cannon. we have Oof. armor wing cutter we saw that yeah armor cross heat laser XL dash buster <laughs> look at these names these are like street fighter combo moves yeah, they are
1: why is there not
0: Ah. Hey, Waffles, you ask this. You're about to ask the question that we've been asking for the past two and a half years of doing this podcast.
1: Why is it not a good, decent kaiju fighting game with all of these moves in it? Like, I know ah. they don't need to come up with it. It's all on. With it's, all it's, it's all on it's on the there. <laughs> yeah. Like this is the thing. All the work has already been done. They just need somebody to compile it, right? Like, oh. Yeah. One day. But oh. we while we're speaking of it. Fairy. Fairy. Underrated hero. Absolutely. Can't, we can't forget Fairy, especially that scene where Fairy and Balvera are going one on one with King Ghidorah. Like that. Yeah, that's great. Like that. Yes. Like Fairy deserves more credit. Fairy
0: right up in King Ghidorah's face. Oh. Just a look in his eyes. Oh. Forget about Mothra versus King Ghidorah. Fairy versus Garugaru? garu, garu. <laughs> 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 I love how that's how the movie started off again as well. <sighs> Fairy and Garo go again. at it. Garo like fully mechanical now pretty much. Yep. I love the guy I love his journey. Garo has got some implants. Yeah, Come a long way happy for him. And Fairy looks completely different too. Fairy's like orange instead of pink. Yeah well has got different forms as well Mothra can change. Fairy yeah. can change. Yeah Yeah. And how about I, I just wanted to mention as well the end credits song. Did you guys hear this thing? Oh, <sighs> like you know everyone raves about the lord of the rings end credit songs every movie (laughs) has this just emotional song that you keep coming back to i gotta say rebirth of mothra getting close to beating it (laughs) all of these movies Uh. solid credit songs Solid solid credits solid credits absolutely solid credits should we um i mean we talked about the monsters a little bit but should we go around and maybe say our favorite how about our favorite monsters or forms of monsters because i guess Mm. there's so many in this movie um i i really really liked grand king Ghidorah. i thought he looked amazing i love how they brought in some of that showa influence some of the influence from Mm. uh, godzilla versus king Ghidorah, the heisei film um yeah i just thought he looked great his detailing looked cool uh, he looks really menacing in the sky, and nothing beats that shadow. Mm. You see King Ghidorah's shadow over a city; it's iconic. There's no other feeling like it. Forget his shadow. What about his sheen? Yeah, that sheen. Whoa. That sheen. I'm jealous. I'm jealous of his sheen. <laughs> I Wish I had that sheen. And then Garu Garu. I just want to say, like Garu Garu, <laughs> Garu, Garu was Garu's good as well. He was. I, I love how he was just chilling in this movie, yep. just chilling in the ice, holding on to Balvera.
1: Yeah, loved it. Loved the guy.
0: What about you, Waffles? Favorite kaiju, favorite form?
1: It's a toss-up between fairy and primitive Mothra. Like, nice. I think we're going to have to give it to primitive Mothra because when that third Mothra showed up, like I was just like, <laughs> yes. Like all throughout this movie, something we haven't really talked about, but there's been like this motif of threes. Hey, like third movie, three Eliases, three kids. Like I'm pretty sure, like three main forms of Mothra, because usually only two Mothras that's the canon to having a third mothra lava show up blew my mind <laughs> so i will i will say that it was the the primitive mothras for me they showed up but they were very effective and i just love that design very very cool but also shout outs to fairy because fairy is like just oh, underrated like fairy deserves more love why would you pick fairy when garu right there though waffles you need to
0: make me understand this you need to help me <laughs> Garu Garu would just destroy Fury if they were just going at a no-holds-barred, like, chuck them in a cage match.
1: Yes. Who's coming out? But Fury doesn't malfunction. Oh, you're right. Has Fury ever turned against any of their allies? Yeah, you're right. Whereas yeah, Garu, Garu right. you don't know. Like, Garu Garu might be reliable when they're working, mm, but yeah. they might just malfunction and trap you. So, like garu garu's got the strength but they've also got that unreliability but fairy will be there for you day in day out no matter what you didn't see garu garu go and fight king Ghidorah. that's right fairy did yeah you're right fairy has never died no fairy has been there the entire way yeah Yeah. just like in the background chugging away not asking for anything (laughs) like fairy's not tricking anybody into uh, you know going back in time or anything like that like (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> what about you, Garo Garo, right? you got to be on my side. It's got to be Arm with Waffles' primitive oh. Mothra is an underrated, <laughs> uh, dare I say, underutilized design. And you know what? I'll go out there as well. Armor Mothra oh, yes. is just overshadowed by Eternal Mothra. Nice. That moment when he comes and he's Armored Mothra and he just devastates yep. King Ghidorah. Even just like that initial reveal? The initial reveal. It's like fully armored up. And like when the wings are shing, like... It's very, it's so cool. The translucent wings. So cool. Translucent wings. Yeah. It's the closest we'll ever get to a Mecha Mothra. Yes. But yeah. it, it fulfilled all of my dreams. I love the look as well. Cause they went, they like took the legs away. So it was just like a full, like mechanical unit. It's like a bullet. Yeah. Oh, so good. I mean, while we're on, while we're on the topic of favorites, do you guys have a favorite human character? And we'll chuck the Elias in there too. Cause I, I think that'll be <laughs> where we lead to the most. Um, I'm just going to say it. I really loved Mona um, throughout these movies, but I think that Laura kind of took it for me in this one. Um, I really love how she's just taken a huge backseat throughout these. um, And I love how they used her as the main kind of driving villainous um, force for a lot of this. Um, But that switch back to when she goes back to normality, when she sings, when you see how much she's heartbroken because of losing her sister. And yeah, I I, th- I thought she really shone in, in this one. And I just love the fact that each of these three like attributes, right? You got Laura, which was love, Mona, which was wisdom, Balvera, which is courage. I love how you can see those attributes in them from the very start. Balvera being very, like, she's just very courageous and she really backs herself up throughout the movie. She's very confident. You see Mona being the more... The, the wiser of the Elias is always making the smarter decisions, even though Laura doesn't really understand it. And you see Laura just like caring about humans so much. Um, and all that she does throughout these movies is for the safety of people or for Mothra. Um, I'd love how that, yeah, just came full circle with, with the reveal of these attributes. I think I've discovered my attribute too, guys, loving milk biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, better than i would have ever believed mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
1: how about you how about you waffles i see a lot of a younger waffles in shoto
0: oh nice like
1: exploring caves like going out into into nature like i used to live on a on a farm when we were younger and There was, uh, because this was like up North Island way, like uh, all the way up in Kaitaia. Beautiful scenery. Absolutely gorgeous scenery up there. And there was like hidden waterfalls and just like trees as far as the eyes can see. It like felt like ages as children. Like it felt like it was like this huge, big, unexplored waste. But like probably if I were to go back there now, it would just be like, oh yeah, that's just 20 minutes that way. (laughs) But like, so watching those scenes, I had so much nostalgia, um, just seeing like Shoto being like, oh yeah, I'm mapping out these caves and and stuff like that was cool. Like I, I liked that. Unfortunately, I, I gotta give it to Belvera. Like just yes. that, like a fashion icon, just I know. gorgeous, um, uh, like B not being afraid to ask for help, mm. like f- turning lo- like belvera B- had a whole big thing in this film um so i'm, I'm gonna give it to belvera because i think just like she had like the probably the most to do in this movie and i think she pulled it off
0: yeah she she was awesome in this it was a great end to the character and it's, uh, it's just a shame they did that little yeah that little twist at the end i
1: don't understand oh. it it's for the kids like you sort of see them like almost like winking to the camera being like oh i'm not actually like uh, yeah really nice ready to stay like almost like oh i'll just head off and the other two be like oh no Belvira!" and she's like oh, i'm just kidding i'll stick We're like oh. yeah We're right do a fake out like that but like uh.
0: we got a mona solo song we got a laura solo song yes, i was getting ready for, up for up that Belvira. i know she turns back to them <laughs> and just sings imagine oh. it, it sucks as well because it feels like they're doing it just because it's something that you should do in a movie. Mm, yeah. yeah, the bad person is still really bad the entire
1: time. Yeah. But no. What about you, Micah? Who was your who was your top pick for human?
0: Uh, you guys know Tamako, the little sister. Her performance oh. was just unbelievable.
1: <laughs>
0: no, uh... I did like. The, was it the little boy who did like a thumbs up at the
1: end? He was good.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, those two other siblings were so much better than Shota.
1: We're forgetting about the watermelon. Like, that performance <laughs> that a <laughs> put in. <laughs> um, out, of, out, of, out
0: of the human characters, I did really love the dad. The dad was great.
1: The dad was fun.
0: Dream dad right there. Papa. Uh, out of the the mythical Shobujin, though, I would have given it to Laura if Sayaka Yamaguchi had come back for the role. Mm-hmm. I think I'd give it to Belvira as well, though. She's nice. There's something about her. There's something about all of her different outfits. Mm -hmm. Nobody talks about her relationship with Garu Garu. Yes. (laughs) Kaiju turned machine. There's that entire scene where she's just like stuck underneath him, trying to kick kick him and get her leg in the harness. (laughs) Do you see how how large of a heel she had on those heels? (laughs) Oh, crazy. And good swordplay between her in some scenes as well.
1: Oh, yeah, like it was very like reminiscent of Princess Bride. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was really good choreography, like a like, very swashbuckly.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, I've got a little bit of trivia if we wanted to go into that. Oh. I've got a few things I found online about Rebirth of Mothra 3. Hit me with it. So, I mean, this, this one we all know. This is officially the final chapter of Toho's Heisei era what coming to an end it's coming to an end with this what um it it was the last yeah kaiju film that was released by toho during the period and the next kaiju picture to be released by toho after this was godzilla 2000 millennium which kickstarts the millennium series Uh, only only really a few years after this one so this is the end of an era Mm. years
1: ago like pre-pandemic i um Went through and watched as many Godzilla and kaiju films as I could. Um, oh, awesome! So, like, not as many as you guys uh, tackled, but uh, <laughs> like all the all the big ones. Yeah, even like including um, movies like what was it the the, the monster from like Twenty Thousand Leagues and
0: oh mm. yeah, uh, I can't remember what, like the Ray How- Harryhausen stuff.
1: Yeah, and there's like one about like a giant robot. Um, like oh black and white 1930s and i remember like over a series of months um just binging all of it and like the heisei does stand out as like having that like continued story and that like attempt at making a bigger universe where like the earlier showa stuff vaguely nodded to that like the heisei going in with that intention and i think if they had been a bit more of a roadmap to like what they actually wanted and like wouldn't it like it would have been amazing if they had like seeded some of these like kaiju in earlier movies and so like having like crystals showing up in like Biolante, mm. and that eventually evolve into into space godzilla and like having like little like like hints that destroyer is slowly evolving in the background and like things like that could have been really really cool if they had actually thought that far ahead and like having much more of a consistent human plot would have been amazing but that ambition to tie them all into like one giant plot, i have to commend them for Mm. and like it does stand out in a binge like it does very much feel like its own thing and it has its own flavor and like the kaiju designs are just Mm, top notch unbeatable
0: unbeatable do you do you have a favorite kaiju design from the heisei era not counting mothra sadly
1: (sighs) i like batra like not to like show my biases you can't pick mothra so you pick batra yeah (laughs) but like batra is really cool like i love yeah he is do you like batra lava or
0: batra imago because i'd say mine across the whole heisei would probably be Betra Lava,
1: really? Betra Lava is like metal, as yeah, anything. like it is just like demon caterpillar. Like it is, it is demon so. He's got those
0: two little pointy feet, doesn't he? Yeah, the little nubs,
1: it's so fun though the front. Little, it's, it's cute. It's <laughs> like like this. Like it is cute. Yeah, very like it, it's like that. And like I have a soft spot for Biolante. Like Biolante, I think it is the only plant. In the entire franchise, I believe. I'm struggling to think if there's any other plant kaiju. A-
0: apart from the Matango, which are, like, yeah. loosely connected.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I guess. But, like, Biolante just having this, like, very unique design and very, yeah, like, very much in, like, the same vein as, like, um, who is it? Like, Hedera. Yeah. Um, like, being made of smog and things like that. Like, having, like, this not not just a weird mutant you know animal type thing but like like it, it's a it's, it's a rose it's a killer rose very um like very little shop of horrors but like it is like the biolante I, I have a soft spot <laughs> yeah. as well like so it's been between like Batra and biolante um like those two i i think like really stand out as like unique and interesting designs um and like very cool characters in their own right
0: mm. i'll jump in and say Batra lava and space godzilla for mine love the design good choice really don't like choices. the movie jaysha what are your two destroyer 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 um, yeah he's just so cool which destroyer the... oh the flying destroyer <laughs> no nah, final form final form destroyer uh unbeatable and then Shockiris. <laughs> Shockirus? the cool little guy because why not I like it yeah because why Um, not you know I've I've only got a couple more bits of trivia here the next one was that the early plot for this film was actually going to have Rodan as the main antagonist instead of King Ghidorah uh, and Mothra was going to travel back in time to feudal Japan to fight him instead of the Cretaceous period oh that would have been cool ancient Japan Mothra versus Rodan Orochi three-headed dragon versus Mothra Yo. Have, have Mothra fight yet another Ghidorah variant. <laughs> that would have been cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the last little bit was that th- the guy who played King Ghidorah in this, Tsutomi Kitigawa, actually goes on to play Godzilla in all the Millennium Era movies. Nice. Pretty cool. Oh, that's fun. King Ghidorah through to Godzilla. A redemption arc. We love it. <laughs> yeah. Evil to good. Look at that. Um, I'll jump in there as well little bit of trivia any of you pokemon fans out there mothra leo's chirp is used for the pokemon giratina in some in some of the pokemon anime Ooh. um as well as the pokemon lunala nice you just spoke another language <laughs> i don't know who what were those words you just said Tessha, how familiar are you with pokemon you don't really know pokemon do you <laughs> i could probably name three pokemon what, what three pokemon don't name pikachu or any of the starters I I, I I probably could i probably could do more i've played pokemon go there's um i can't do the start what does starters mean what does that mean there's squirtle <laughs> what the starters mean there's squirtle and bulbasaur and charizard and pikachu yeah they're yep, the starters. starters and pikachu get those out of <laughs> Name and three more um there's diglett yep okay one there's raichu is he different to pikachu evolution of pikachu disqualified can't use him um there's that bird that holds like a big salary stick or whatever he's cool uh <laughs> hey no there's ditto there you go ditto okay give me one more for all time's sake um, posterity. I guess I literally i've exhausted all my <laughs> options psyduck psyduck there we go hey you and, did it. well done is this a new segment? I think so. We don't need new segments. We haven't even got into the segments yet. Jason name that Pokemon. If, yes,
1: every week Jason's has a new Pokemon. Not allowed to play the games, so not allowed to watch the anime or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Just somehow through osmosis has to discover a new Pokemon.
0: <laughs> please, please DM me your po- some Pokemon, guys. I'm going to run out very quickly. Guys, just spam Pokemon at Jayshon. <laughs> Should we take this thing home until I embarrass Uh. myself for not playing Pokemon anymore? Waffles. (laughs) Yes. What did you think of this movie? Can you give us your final thoughts and maybe your rating?
1: My final thoughts was this movie had potential. This this movie, there is a good movie in here. And this movie, the whole trilogy is worth people's time to to seek out to watch. Um, Yeah, even the English um dubbing over isn't too bad. Oh, nice. <laughs> like it's 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 fine. Um there definitely worth people's time. Uh definitely they were trying for something. There was ambition here and I think that needs to be recognized. I will give this movie five deus ex volcanoes out of five
0: (laughs) deus ex volcanoes (laughs) oh I, i i really love this one i i had a lot of fun with this all the cretaceous period stuff's amazing again everything we've said this is some of the best characterizations and character arcs with the elias in this it just made me surprisingly emotional with the place that we get to throughout this movie um the f- the f- monster fights are super fun all the Elias stuff yeah rips and then it's just unfortunate that the human characters fall completely flat for me and I find the pacing a bit weird like it- it's all right it's Mothra versus King Ghidorah and then a little bit of human stuff then Mothra in the past versus King Ghidorah then some more little human stuff and then Mothra back in the present versus King Ghidorah uh, and I guess that's, it's just, it's just your average card, your movie pacing, but I was expecting them to get a little bit more creative with the finale. Uh, but I had fun. And I mean, that, that line, what was it? Was it when hands cannot touch, your heart can reach over any barrier, even time. Yes. It's like beautiful stuff. It's a beautiful quote. Yeah, in, in a little kid's movie, and I, I really loved it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this one 3.5 out of five DSX volcanoes. Uh, I think it's better than the second one. I had more fun with this than Rebirth of Mothra 2. Mm. I'm with you, DJ. I think that the second one it felt like its own little contained adventure, whereas I think I prefer the Mothra story and mythos when when it plays a little bit more with the origins of these characters and the connections they have with one another i i, I love mothra larvae in this i think it's super fun having him um pitted against king Ghidorah across different eras even Moth- my- mothra leo mothra-, mothra leo what did i say yeah i think larvae i was like man <laughs> you really love that prehistoric larvae <laughs> um, <Lave. laughs> my my dream movie would be this style of mothra mothra love and mothra fighting and mothra story um with the human story of the first mothra movie um i I think this one was this movie was let down by the human characters a lot um Mm. they needed more spice they needed to have a lemon squeezed on them they need they needed to chop the onion finer (laughs) then it would have been it would have been good uh (laughs) I, don't, I don't know I I love I just love seeing them play with having the chance to play with this idea and this character in a much more loose way than they do the Godzilla movies yeah um and being able to hand wave a few things because it's meant more for kids is always fun as well give give me fifty more different variants of Mothra and I'll still be biggest Mothra fan for life um I'll give it a three point five day six volcanoes as well nice. Three volcanoes and King Ghidorah with one wing. <laughs> hey, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> oh, this is this is a great journey. What was what would be your guys' definitive like rebirth of Mothra ranking? Because I think I'm sitting at number one. Perfect movie. Then probably number three and number two after that.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree. I think it's hard to argue against that. Mm. I, I think they're all much of a muchness they're they're all they're all good it's just it's a nice they're all they're all decent to their own degree yeah Um, yeah it's it's a good little package and definitely if you have the time or just spaced out over three nights definitely worth watching the entire trilogy
0: especially if you have kids yes watch this with them
1: good these films are very good introductory films for like younger kaiju fans yeah Mm -hmm. Like I've got uh, little nieces and uh, nephews uh, mm. growing up at the moment, and when they're old enough to start appreciating movies, um, definitely uh, if I if if ever I'm babysitting, sit them down, yeah. introduce them to Mothra. <laughs> when they're old enough to get introduced to true cinema, yes. then they'll be ready for the rebirth of Mothra trilogy. Oh yeah, <laughs> it'll it'll be the Rugrats movie. Introduce them to Reptar. Being like that's <laughs> that's the three like, you're gonna see more of this guy and then after that <laughs> straight into mothra
0: honestly i would have loved for this mothra franchise to become to have become almost like a land before time um set of movies where it's just like i wish it just had so many different adventures across so many different movies um, yeah. seeing the second movie and just having it like an out there plot mm. with its own contained thing you could do that so many so many times over and it would still be it would still be fun
1: yeah how come mothra doesn't get an animated series yeah how come mothra doesn't get to chill out with scooby-doo like
0: <laughs> with the recent godzilla and Gamira, is it is it Gamera or Gamera? Yeah, we've been we've been saying this wrong apparently. Somebody said this in Discord today, and they were hassling uh, is us. Is it Gamera? I think it's Gamera. Jamera? jump jump, Jammeray. With the recent animated movies and series, and even with like the new Kong Skull Island series. I feel like is next in line and you could do some crazy fun fun stories with them. Oh yes. Yeah, pick it up, focus it on the Elias and their connection to Mothra. Exactly what these movies were doing, right? Just wacky
1: wild adventures. Yeah, like get real mythic with it, like yeah. like
0: Oh, that's the you best. Could
1: go do uh, like bring up some like cuz this thing like Japan and that whole region of the world has some great mythology and some absolute sort of great yeah. sort of uh stories that we don't really get to experience much in the west um and so i think i think definitely tie in um like orochi tie in some of these like more mythic figures and, yeah. and things like that like having some ancient feudal warlords hiring mothra to try to defend their kingdom like you could, you could go nuts with it
0: that's been the whole thing with mothra even in like the Batra movie it was mothra and batra like the yin and the yang yes um dark and mysterious but the polar opposite you could definitely create yeah very like spiritual mythical yeah uh, characters and plot threads like you said
1: like you could have like evil wizard has kidnapped the elias and is forcing mothra to do their bidding mm. so mothra has to find some hero that's going to save the elias and like yes. there's plots upon plots upon plots you could do with this of like because like there is like the mongol invasions of japan and like quite famously the mongols could never invade japan because every time they would get in there a hurricane would just sweep through and wreck all their ships <laughs> what if that wasn't a hurricane what if that was mothra <laughs> yeah we need a we need to end
0: this episode and then just start writing. We just need to like, <laughs> yes, we just need to start writing this thing. Every episode, have the human characters be different. Yeah. yeah, have no continuity between them. But have the Elias be the same. Have the Elias be the same until the last episode, where we swap one of them out for a different actress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Waffles, I don't. I hope you don't mind. Real quick, do you mind if we have a quick battle line battle minute?
1: Oh, please do. <laughs> I've been playing a lot more Battleline in preparation for this. <laughs> Guys,
0: Gamira is finally in the game now. What are we? What are our thoughts on this first official collab between the two?
1: Oh, I, I mean, Gamira has some interesting uh, villains. And I, I think I'd love to see more expansion, but I'm excited. I I, I love collaboration. I love. Uh, they only put Ga- Gauss, Gauss in the game? But Gauss is cool. Gauss is cool. It's cool, but
0: it's it's crazy, though, because this is like the official first time ever Godzilla and Gamera have actually crossed over. Like, this is the start. Yeah. They're actually like, they're connected now. is yep. officially Godzilla adjacent. Like, it gives,
1: if this leads to them being in a movie together, then just top notch. Uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm excited for this. I'm, I'm happy. I. Yeah, like, I want to see what else they can bring into it. Give me
0: a crossover series between the two. Also, they nerfed Kumo Augment. <sighs> finally, much needed, but like, oh, I'm very sad. Don't even, yeah. don't even talk to me about it. Oh, my boy King Caesar and time, guys, oh, that's us. I'm crying. Battle and battleman, thank you very much. Oh. We've also we've got some big Godzilla news. Should we quickly touch on it? Oh, we gotta we, have, we gotta do that mega yeah. news long. Um, mega news long, guys. So top of the 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 top of the, top of the list, we have the Godzilla minus one proper official trailer, which just released a couple of days ago. Yeah, mm. what a trailer! Mm. What so, a trailer! Mm. So good, so cool. Some of the imagery. Oh, the vibe. We did a little live event in the Discord. It was very fun seeing everybody's reactions to it. Um, I'll go Jasha. What did you think first? Um, yeah, I just really I mean, we didn't see much in the trailer. It's kind of just over like a it's a minute and a half. Um, but they're really setting up the tone and the visuals, and I'm just I'm all for it. It's just real old kind of yeah 1940s or 50s whenever this is taking place really cool greys the color grading looks great the vfx and destruction sequences just look next level so i'm excited i'm i'm secretly hoping as well that they try and adapt and almost re remake i know everyone hates remakes but i'm i there was a guy that looks suspiciously like a scientist fingers crossed he's kind of like serizawa or something like that i kind of i feel like they could play with some of those characters and themes from the original and redo them a little bit Mm. it it was so fun seeing the trailer and uh i was watching ign uh the instagram page back in the day that's like what most people look towards um for nerdy kind of culture and news nowadays Mm. uh but they didn't say anything about the teaser a couple months back, and I was so sad about it because it seemed like a uh, it seemed like a missed opportunity. But seeing this trailer finally be covered by them, I went on their Instagram and I looked in the comments, and it's just like huge praise from all of these Western Godzilla yeah. viewers. Oh, who's that's awesome. who for a lot of these people, they're only. Um, View an introduction to the series is these latest MonsterVerse movies, and so many of them are like, "This is what Godzilla is supposed to be—just pure destruction." This looks amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, like Godzilla as metaphor. Like it. Like, fingers crossed. I will be so disappointed if we do not get a New Zealand release of this film. I will riot. Oh, yes. I have a bad
0: feeling about it, guys. I have a bad feeling.
1: Uh, that, that it is getting a wider release in in America, yeah, and so hopefully, if there's enough buzz and there's enough uh, excitement about it, yeah, uh, there will be a much more international. Because I think that's the thing they're realizing, is that like people outside of Japan also like Godzilla and will pay yeah. for tickets. But like that, tra- like that shot of Godzilla walking down the street and just like standing on humans, yeah, it's like the the first time you actually see that because usually like it's off in the background but like actually sort of seeing somebody get crushed by god something they've always like threatened to do and like implied happened but to actually see that in the trailer is like wow, yeah, you haven't seen it like that going for something with this movie mm. and like i am i am here for it it has very much like there's a certain vibe to it and i am i'm am here just for that yes not like very sort of depressing very morose but very much (laughs) how how much can you push a nation before it breaks and like oh like there is themes that this movie is going to have and i'm excited to see them play out like it looks interesting it looks like it's whatever happens it'll be an interesting film
0: yeah i mean like even the whole idea for it um godzilla minus one uh japan being reduced to nothing after the world war and then godzilla just bringing that even further down mm. yeah. it's a great idea oh. um and what about that tease for it's not burning godzilla we've come up with a variety of names we've got burnt godzilla toasted <laughs> godzilla roasted godzilla crispy godzilla yeah. crispy godzilla i like crispy godzilla that's a good I one like crispy um, I'll move on. Just today, as of the time of recording, Gamira, Gamira, gamera Rebirth, the Netflix <laughs> animated series, has come out. Has anyone here seen it?
1: Not, not yet. Have not had time. Not yet. I opened
0: it up on Netflix, and the first thumbnail is of these really weird-looking kids. And I was <laughs> like, "Wow, this is going to be interesting." But I haven't started it. <laughs> I, we have some insider reviews from people in the Discord who have been watching it. Apparently. It's really, really good, awesome. especially in the latter half of the season. Uh, but the animation does seem to let it down just a little bit. Regardless, I don't know whether we should watch it now or wait and hold off until we possibly cover Gamera in the future. Hey, Gamera's got so adjacent now, yeah. So we have to—that's yeah, true. We have, to, oh, have to see. We also have Monarch: Legend of the Monsters. We've Ooh. been getting news about this Apple TV show for a while now. Yeah. There was a teaser today of some potential news, possibly a trailer. There's a, There's been a countdown that's happening. And I think in like four or five hours for us, there might be a trailer released. Mm, yeah, by the time this episode is in your ears, you've probably already seen the Monarch Legend of the Monsters trailer, but we haven't yet. You know more than us, you us do. Podzilla hosts and our famous Kaiju reviewer.
1: Yeah, we've been sent back into the past where... our just unfortunately trapped here without any of his future knowledge. It's just it's we're at a disadvantage here. We need we need some uh some Mothra larvae to to cover us so we can yeah get to the future and watch this trailer.
0: That's right. Put us all in a time capsule together. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this, can you send find Mothra, send him back in time to right now, he we're just hoping he's gonna come to us and tell us about the trailer. Oh he's,
1: he's oh there he goes. Oh, Oh, he's, he's bringing the trailer. We're going to... All right, right now. Hey! Going to watch the trailer. Uh, what, are, what are you guys' thoughts? Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's... Maguma in the Monsterverse? Oh, my. Wow. Is this Angiris? Oh, 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 my gosh. They're bringing back Skelly Turtle? Oh. Oh. Yes! <laughs> what? That's what we've all been waiting for. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> Honestly? I hope that I do something crazy like that. Even just seeing even just seeing a skeleton turtle in the background would yes. make my wildest dreams come true.
1: Oh, it would be so good. Oh
0: guys, it's getting too late to podcast. I'm just feeling wacky on a Friday night. <laughs> we can't go any longer. This needs to be stopped. <laughs> Waffles, this this was so much fun. I mean, this is the first of I hope many, many times that we'll have you back on the show. Um, but it was it was such a pleasure. Everyone listening, if you aren't listening to Waffles' podcast, Waffles and Mates Talk About Things, you are missing out. It's genuinely some of the best improv comedy I have ever heard. Never fails to brighten up my day. And I believe, Waffles, you just released a new episode the other day. Yes. And it's a bit of a recap up on, to let people know. It's a perfect jumping in point yep. if, you, if you haven't been listening to Whamtat. Um, to listen to this episode, it's got a great recap to get you up to date. Then the actual content of the episode, the main crux of the episode, it's might might be some of your greatest work yet. I just
1: have to thank say, thank you. I, I have a list of episodes, uh, all these ideas that I'd need to actually carve out some time and actually record. So there is definitely more where that came from. I have a. Really good idea for one. I've got some like really cool guests uh lined up um that hopefully will uh be in the next episode. Wow. I think you guys will really like them. Mm. Um so wow. uh so we watch this space. Hey.
0: You got the Elias twins onto your podcast? i got
1: all three of them. <laughs> I managed to to coax Belvera in as well. No way. We get to hear Garo speak and no mm, what a what? like just one of the funniest people you'll you'll ever meet garu-garu just like they just have like quips and japes for days just absolutely uh fairy very very good straight man
0: uh, the, the
1: dynamic between fairy and Garugaro, like that is like brings you sort of right back to to some of those old sort of uh comedy doers of the past like uh like seriously like b- between all, all five of them uh fairy uh Mona, Laura, and Elvera, like that's that's your new modern Monty Python, like right there. Like, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, I'll chuck the link in the
0: show notes. Waffles and mates talk about things. Honestly, it's it's such a good time. And yeah, I mean, we mentioned it before. If you want to hear more of us talking to waffles, you can join our Patreon for like five dollars a month, or actually like under that if you're outside of New Zealand, you get access to a whole backlog of episodes and commentary tracks. And we did a really fun Dungeons and Dragons one with waffles on like the supposedly terrible movie from the year 2000. We still got to do the sequel. We still. We still got to do Wrath of Dragons. Yeah, we do. Hey. To this day, that might be one of my favorite uh, episodes of this podcast that we've done. It gets into some like really cool, insightful discussion about movie making. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was a a really good episode. I'm really proud of our work with that one.
0: It also gets into some very,
1: very terrible Jeremy Irons impressions. (laughs) But hey, <laughs> I forgot about them. But no, but yeah, definitely Patreon as as a member of of that uh, Infant Island Discord, like it is worth it. Uh, it's a great little community. Um, even just the Discord in general, just it's it's a just a very good wholesome place full of amazing, glorious people. That's right. I'm all you listeners, all all you on the Discord. You're all amazing, <laughs> wonderful people with great conversations and awesome insights. So shout out hey. to all the the potheads out there. Uh, all... Podheads, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree more.
0: Uh, yeah, thanks, Waffles. Join the Discord. Link in the show notes. Any anything else you wanted to plug, Waffles? Anything else? Uh, anything cool you're doing?
1: One thing I I usually just uh, like to to plug with these uh, shows and things like that is just generally being nice to people. I th- I think just one thing I want to encourage, like it's it, life is hard out there, um, so just like be kind to each other. That's that's what I want to plug. There's going to be my my final message is be the good you want to see in the world. No,
0: I love it. I, th- I think you are the love out of the three of us waffles and I love you for it. We, we have love sleepiness <laughs> and milk biscuits. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I will quickly say as well, next episode on Podzilla is actually our season finale. Uh, what a way to end the season. <laughs> <laughs> then another binge through an animated TV show. <laughs> so for the last episode, we're going to be covering Godzilla the series. Uh, and it's a direct sequel to the 1998 movie Godzilla. Your guys favorite. Uh, and the little synop goes, Dr. Nico Totopoulos leads a team known as Heat to battle giant monsters with the help of Godzilla's only living offspring. A lot of people grew up on this.
1: Yeah, I I have nostalgia from watching this. Uh, it was like this, like the men in black cartoon, like Digimon, like oh. my childhood. Like it's it is good. Um, I'm I'm just very disappointed that you guys aren't uh, covering the the Godzilla Marvel comics. Where and I'm not a word <laughs> of a lie, Godzilla in a trench coat and a trilby in disguise. What?
0: I can't believe that's real. No, I can't what? believe that's real.
1: No, no, no. There's there's a panel of like Godzilla in disguise, like <laughs> with with a like trilby, because that's the that's the Marvel disguise. Be wearing a trench coat and and a hat,
0: like nobody <laughs> nobody can tell who. It is. A cap on and some sunglasses, <laughs> and you go. So there, is, there is
1: Godzilla comics, like Godzilla's in it. like. I'm I'm just so disappointed, you guys. Are, I can't bring that. Put <laughs> it on the list.
0: We'll get around to it, surely. And with this, that's the end of our Rebirth of Mothra journey. Another huge shout out for our incredible guests, Ron, Kev, and Waffles. Be sure to check out their podcasts and projects because they're really, really cool people and we love what they're doing. Also, check out our Patreon at patreon.com podzilla for monthly bonus episodes as well as our normal releases, early, extended, and unedited. Like, hey, this Rebirth of Mothra 3 episode was 30 minutes longer over there. So if that interests you, we'd really appreciate the support. Consider joining our Podzilla Monster Island Discord server. You can download the Discord app on your phone, or even on a laptop or a computer. We've got a really cool community on there, and you can chat with us all about Godzilla or Gamera? Gamera? It's Gamera, right? Gamera, yeah. Talk to us about Gamera, or about Battleline or about Godzilla, or about whatever the rat song is that people are trying to get me to sing, even though I literally have already sung all I know. Anyway, yeah, join the Discord. Anyway, we'll see you in a bye week for the last episode of Podzilla Season 2.